So right now, Fran is plugging in his his laptop because it's very important that yeah. his laptop gets plugged in. Uh, yeah, there's an outlet over there in the corner. Okay. And it will reach, so don't worry about that. Perfect. Um, yeah, Fran is, uh, is right now doing it. He has to pull his pants up, though. I can see his boxers. Oh, my God. So embarrassing. It's like, they look like they were printed in the 80s, though. I mean, honestly, my pants have been this, like, this all day, so now I'm kind of embarrassed that, like, people just, everyone sees my boxers. Everyone just sees Fran's boxers I'm all the time. I mean, it's a Sunday. It's a, it's a Sunday. It's my schlabby Sunday, which is like... What's up? Welcome to the Bad Haircast, episode 11. Hopefully I didn't mess that up. Um, I'm here today. Oh, okay, my name is Francisco. Um, I'm here today without Chris because he's being too busy and important. Um, he's got a lot of papers to write. He's got, yeah, that's what he says. I don't know about that. I think Yeah, so. papers. Yeah. Um, Plays and stuff. The other voice you hear... In this world is, is uh, Anthony Payone. Hey, yo, we are returning again. <laughs> Round two. Yes. I think you're the uh, unique. It's your first. You're the first person to do twice. Yeah, the I think header. so. I mean, uh, if you include Amanda, I mean, she was she was in uh, like the test podcast back in January, but like no, that's true. She wasn't in like the official thing yet. That right. Was me. Yeah. We, did you see the like the released like lost episode that we did? Yeah, I, I didn't listen to it, but I, I know of it. You saw we did it? I saw that you did it, yeah. yeah. I was just like, I was listening to it, and I just realized how, like, it's very long, and they just talk about, like, books. And I was like, whoa, not that intellectual. But yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's what so, I realized so about So speaking myself. of books, Game of Thrones hey. is coming out tonight, sure. and I am very excited and I'm very worried that I won't be able to watch it and everyone will spoil it for me because I have a shit ton of work to do. And <laughs> so you can't watch it tonight? I'll try to. I mean, I have HBO Go, so like I can definitely watch it when I'm done with my work. But yeah. we also have like other recording things after this. So True. Yeah, so... But I'm like really excited. Last year was ended on like a massive cliffhanger, which I may or may not spoil over the course of this podcast. Oh, I just realized I can't... Like- Try not to spoil things. I mean, I, I probably won't, but I mean, it's been a year, so yeah. I, won't, I won't say what happens, but yeah. Fran, you've watched No, I mean, I was about to spoil the fuck out of it, like, without even, like, thinking, because I was like, I forget that, like, people care about spoilers. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's it, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, I mean, like, I don't know if people have caught up, or if they care to, ca- like, they care to know at this point, because everyone's talked about this spoiler for the past, like, 12 months. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. But I guess... I don't know. Maybe some people live under rock. Yeah. So we want yeah, to, but we but we won't we won't really discuss it in that much detail. Yeah. But it comes out today. It comes out tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Uh, yeah. Same. It'll be the same thing of like yeah, like navigating like your your life so that you avoid the spoilers. Yeah. Exactly. And I need to watch it before like people start spoiling it to me. Right. Um. So they're deviating from the books, like because the, right. the the new book hasn't come out yet. Yeah. So. Everything is going to be 100% new. Everyone's going in fresh. No one can spoil it. All the book readers are just... Everyone's fucked. Right. Um, you won't have any of those people that are like, like, oh, well, in the book, 
they, it was, it was this, like yeah. this. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, oh, I saw that. That wasn't a spoiler for me because I read the book. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what happened with the Red Wedding. Yeah. Which, I mean, like that isn't really a spoiler, but for those who know what that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Red Wedding, people knew that that was coming. People knew the thing that was going to happen with Joffrey was the thing that was going to be coming. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like everyone who's read the books was kind of being a dick about it. Yeah. And now they can't. Now they can't. That. But like they'll also be like pissed off at the fact that they can't know ahead. Like they can't predict the future. Right. Because now everything is kind of on the table and no one knows what's coming next. They have no idea. Yeah. I'm excited for more of like the, the Bran storyline. Yeah, they're bringing, they didn't have any of that last year. Exactly. And now they're, they, they showed a lot of it in the, in the promotional content. Oh, they did? Yeah, they showed like a lot oh. of Bran like doing shit and right. like being all warry and stuff. And like I'm really excited on where that's going to go. Yeah. And there is some stuff in the books that they actually may go into. Like the fact that um, since that Bran can is that like the where the three eyed raven is yeah uh, he can go into all the where the the werewood trees okay and since there's a bunch of them all over Westeros yeah he can he can not only like see he can not like look, he can not only look through the trees and see what's going on but he can also go back in time what? and hear what else has been so like he can go back in time and hear what his father has said in front of the tree. What John has said in front of a tree, or his mother, like he can go back in time and like hear, like see what has been, like see through the eyes of like the past. It's like, really cool. How do you know that? Is it? Is um, it in the book? My friends were talking about that uh, in the book, and uh, that's something that was like very interesting. And I think this was in Dance with Dragons. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. But like, I know that that's something. I haven't read all the books. I'm still on uh, uh, Storm of Swords, which is arguably the best one. Okay. Uh, so, but I'm still. I'm still, there's a lot of information that's not in the show at all, right. and they may not cover it, but there's also, like, there's a lot of new stuff that they want to show right. shove in there. Like, there's things that, there's information, not like plot things, but information that they that have that they have said in the books that they haven't necessarily said in the show yet, but they're going to introduce in the show. They could, right. yeah. Right. Or they may just leave it out entirely. True. Um, there's a lot of theories that this show may have a lot more flashbacks than previously before, because, like, last year we had our first flashback. First flashback of a character that we like know, when and was, that was that was the first scene of the of the season with Cersei. Okay, like that was a flashback of her meeting like the the fortune teller when she was a kid. Oh, okay. It was basically like saying like, "Oh, you're gonna die. Like your brother's gonna kill you or something." I don't like it's in the book that happens, and she gets like three three uh, predictions. Like one, she'll be queen. Another, like. Um, she won't, uh, like, her children will not be um, of king's blood or something. Oh, okay, yeah. And then, or something like that, and then her brother will kill her. Oh. Her younger brother will kill her. And her younger brother is, is I mean, they're twins, right? Or yeah, but oh. Jamie came second. Uh, so that means Jamie is also the younger brother. So, okay. like, there's a theory that Jamie might kill her in the future. But Got you. That's oh, entirely, but then there's also okay. but, but there's also Tyrion, but she's always afraid of Tyrion. Yeah. So like like another metaphor or like theory in the book is that Cersei Cersei is always angry at Tyrion yeah. and puts down Tyrion because she's afraid that Tyrion will kill her. Uh, but she doesn't realize that Jamie is also younger and gotcha. that Jamie could kill her. Okay. I so that's, so these are like these are all like speculation shit, but it's like really cool to think about like because yeah. they haven't mentioned any of this in the show and they may they may bring that up this this year, and I'm really excited. I totally forgot that 
like, I forgot all about that scene. I forgot that Tyrion, like, I forgot so much. I forgot the point that, like, Tyrion was, like, a Lannister and that he was, like, Cersei's, like, brother. Yeah, because he was then spending the entire time in, in, uh, Essos. Right. Like, worked with Daenerys and, like, which is incredibly cool. And I love, like, yeah, how dope. they finally mix, like, other plot lines together. It's, like, yeah, I just love that. Yeah. That stuff that, like, we've been waiting for for, like, five years. It's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so. like, while I'm watching the show, I'm, like, thinking, like, while, like, the show's on, basically, like, I, like, watch it every week, and I'm, like, thinking about it, and, like, thinking, like, theories and shit, and the second it ends, I just, like, totally, like, recycle everything, and, like, everything's, like, out of my mind, and I yeah. forget about it. Yeah, because like, there's, there's so much yeah. to, like, keep in your head that you have, that you have to, like, worry about your actual life, that, right. you, <laughs> that you just have to forget everything else. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Silicon Valley also comes out Silicon tonight. Too. You said you watched, uh... I watched, like, the couple like the first few episodes of the last season I haven't finished it probably because like I didn't want to watch the cringiness because like, I knew that the next few episodes were going to be like super cringy uh-huh. and I just was like I've seen too much cringe already like I've been watching The Office I watch Always Sunny I can't deal with that much cringe <laughs> there's uh, a certain like amount of cringe you can like deal with yeah exactly for the humor and yeah. then more than that it's like no, I can't I can't yeah. yeah it's good I I used to hate it and then really yeah I used to for some reason I think it was like because I was working so I I think it came out like the first season while or like the spring right before I started work I was working in Silicon Valley like an internship yeah and so I started watching it while I was working in Silicon Valley and I was like oh this is so like dumb and like I don't know like the humor is like not that funny and whatever this isn't what it's really like right yeah. stuff like that but then I the more I actually worked there the more I realized like how accurate and scary it is <laughs> and, and I was just like ah oh, fuck okay this show's amazing <laughs> um, but like no, yeah really. a lot of people I know that come from CMU who like Silicon Valley are just like yeah that's kind of what it's like which is like weird yeah but it's also like like accurate and like really funny right they vis- they came last year um, Middle Ditch the main character yeah. and um, Kumail Nan- Nanjiani I think that's right. I yeah, think, I think that's nailed it. it. I think that's it. I think I got it. Damn, hole in one. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they came last year for our carnival comedy show, and they were hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were pretty good. I'm, I'm so, I'm like really pissed because like I've listened to like some like podcast episodes that they're on, and I think they're like hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I was abroad last semester, so I totally. Oh, so them. you missed them? Oh my god. Yeah. Where were you? Um, Switzerland. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was good. Just first semester. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I was actually trying to get um, my friend Antoine, who... So, I was abroad at EPFL in Lausanne, and he he's coming from that school and came here for a year. I was trying to get him on the podcast, but he broke his face yesterday playing rugby. So, Jesus. he's not able to. Breaking your face <laughs> is a very hard thing to do. I know. People, and it's a very scary thing that happens. <laughs> exactly. People, like... Well, like exaggerate, like oh, I broke my face, like hyperbolically. And it's like no, like he literally broke his face. Like, like what? Like where? Where's the bones that broke? He broke it right under his right eye. So he's gonna have black eyes for like a month. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, like that. That's that. that that's like black eye territory. Okay. Like black eye is is like bruising right near the eyes. Yeah. But like when you break <laughs> your face, obviously there's gonna be bruising in your eyes. But like it, there's gonna be bruising and swelling all over the place. Oh, God. But like he's gonna like the black eyes are gonna be the ones that are gonna last the longest. Okay. Because Sounds the good. eyes are so sensitive. He yeah they like they were almost well because first of all he broke his nose too yeah and so he thought he just broke his nose but they like gave him an ice cream they're like 
you broke your nose, but also you your, broke, cheek, your cheekbones. Yeah, exactly. So, which is essentially breaking your face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's just like damn. Like that, like that's your skull. Like that is your skull. Yeah. Like you, he just broke. He broke his skull. Broke like his on skull. the front side. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did he, pro- did he get a concussion? Um, I don't know. I, I think. I don't think they. I'm not sure if they checked for that. I think he didn't. I think they checked. Okay. And he didn't get a concussion. That's 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 good. Yeah, it was I mean, great. like startling, but good. I mean, like I don't know the logistics of someone breaking their face. Yeah. <laughs> but all I know is is that it's going to be a lot of pain, and you're going to have to wear a lot of protective gear on your face. Yeah, uh, and not a lot of rugby. <laughs> yeah, not not anymore. <laughs> not, not, not for the coming months, but yeah. yeah. Um, so so do you speak uh, Swiss? No. Um, so, like, so I was in the... So, like, Switzerland's weird. Because they have, like, a bunch of different languages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's, like, a... Because there's no, like, real Swiss language. Yeah. It's, like, Swiss-German in the north, mm-hmm. French in where I was, and, like, the south... West? South, yeah. Southwest. And then in the southeast, like, Italian. But, like, the Italian yeah. part is, like, people don't really... It's, like... It's more like... It's, like, more the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the mountains kind of, like, block off the Italian... From getting into Switzerland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's like way bigger than French and Swiss. Um, and I speak, well, I don't really speak it. I like can get by in French. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, like, I, but I, I really don't speak it. What were you doing? Um, we are just studying abroad, doing some more ECE for a semester. So. Oh, okay. So you're just taking classes and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I was just taking classes. and Well, I was taking, I was definitely technically taking classes, but a lot of it. I mean, I, I like came from like, couple of years and a half of like taking like hard classes here and like studying a lot and then I was like alright I'm done and I like, kind of burned out right as I was going abroad so I did a lot of partying and ah yes classic partying in Switzerland yeah everyone's favorite, everyone's favorite thing to do everyone's, when they are privileged and have the ability to go to Switzerland exactly the <laughs> destination is Switzerland if you want to party yeah I mean I really want to I really want to go party in I haven't done it in a while I went once when I was uh, when I was seventeen. Okay. Like we went on a school trip and we went to uh, we went to Italy and we went to Spain. Nice. Two separate trips. One the year, uh, one a year apart. Uh, they're, they're each a year apart. And uh, yeah, that was the first like on that trip. It was the first time I had a shot. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I went clubbing. Uh, <laughs> it was the first time I like had more than like ten beers in a night. It was the first time yeah. I snuck out. There was a lot of things that happened. Yeah. Yeah, so we, like, snuck out every single night. Right, so the, it was a school trip, so, like... It was a school trip, right. so, like, the, the teachers were there, mm-hmm. but, like, they would also get also get kind of drunk. Right. Like, during the day, so they would pass Actually, out. So, no way. Yeah, yeah, no, they would get drunk. They would, like, they would get, like, you know... Like, so they they wouldn't get drunk, but oh, they, they would just get, drink. Right. And that would make them tired, and they would be, like, tired by, like, eight. Right. So they would pass out, and we would just be in our rooms, mm-hmm. and then at, like, ten... We just all sneak out and like explore the city. That's awesome. So like we explored Sevilla, uh, Sevilla right? Yeah. Okay, I, I, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> we explored perfect. Madrid. Um, we explored Lisbon. Uh, uh, so that so those three cities were kind of like our big exploring stuff. Like we like it was a lot of fun doing that. At seventeen, uh, I smoked at four twenty in the morning, which was a first for me. <laughs> but it was also like really cool because like the moon was shining over the river, and we were crossing the bridge. And, it was Dude. nice. There was so many people out at like four in the morning. <laughs> um, That's spectacular. That was cool. Um, yeah, and I just because I was legal there to drink, so I was going out and drinking with friends. Right. That was great. Madrid was also really fun, and I had to carry my friend home, and he was just he was like hammered. 
he was also lost. Like I was, I was leaving the club a little bit early, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't drink that much. I was like fine. I wasn't even that tipsy. Yeah. And I was walking out, and I walked down a side path because I knew which way I was going. And I saw one of my classmates on a bench, and he obviously was lost because there was no one else around him. Just by himself. He was just by himself yeah. on a bench, throwing up, like onto the onto the pavement, oh, not God. not the pavement, like the stones on the ground. Right. And I was just like, okay, I need to get him home. So I grabbed him and I just carried him back to the apartment because I know which way we were going. And he was just like, no, no, we're going the wrong way. We're going the wrong way. I was like, no, we're going the right <laughs> way. Um, and I had to like drag him. He was like, no, it's that way. It's that way. It's like, and then, and then, he, and then he started criticizing me. It's like, oh, I, we don't like you. None of these people on the trip liked you at all. And I'm just like, wow, this is great. This is, I'm doing so much for you. Right. And now you're criticizing who I am as a person. Oh, this is fantastic. What and I was just like, all right, whatever, let's go. And I kept dragging him. I, brought, I got to the hotel, brought him inside, went up to his room, and I can't remember which room it was. And uh, we went to the door, and I was like, hey, can you get your key out? And he takes out his wallet. He puts his ID in there. It's like, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> he puts it back. He takes out his credit card and tries to say, like, no, nope, that's not going to work. I took his wallet, put in his uh, room key, put it back in his wallet, opened the door, Pushed him inside. His roommate was there, and I was just like, "Take care of him." Threw him his wallet, and then closed the door, and then went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, so that was a that was a night. Everyone everyone got back safe, safely that night, but also everyone was very hungover in the airport because that was that was the last day. Uh, okay. So we were all in the airport, and we were waiting for our flight. So we were like lying down on the floor of the air <laughs> at the airport, and everyone was just like fucking hungover as. Fuck. Like, everyone was wearing sunglasses, everyone was drinking water bottles, and it was just like, everyone was like complaining, and it was, it was <laughs> hilarious. And I was just like, oh. And I reminded the kid who I had dragged in, it's like, hey, remember when you called me a piece of shit and like no one liked me? And the was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. Thank you so much for walking me home. I was just like, it's all good. So, like, that was, Damn. that was that intense trip. But, like, I. F- the thought definitely would have crossed my mind to be like, okay, I'm just going to leave you out here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to leave you here. You can manage yourself to get back. Right. And it's like, nah, I had to get him back. He was too, he was too far gone. Gotcha. So, that, that's the crazy story that's for me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my God, I did so much crazy shit. I remember, I remember in high school we went to Greece for like on a band trip. And we, I remember like, we would sneak out of our rooms and go to other people's rooms. And that was like the extent of our craziness. Like that's, Whoa. that's what we did. Whoa, yeah. crazy. And I thought I was being a badass. We were, cause like some of our friends that were like, cause I was like in a sophomore year, but like seniors would like go and like buy like, like alcohol from mm-hmm. like liquor stores. And I was like, what the fuck man? Like you know how to do that? Yeah. Holy shit. But they would like bring it back to the rooms and get drunk. And I would like sneak out to the other rooms and like drink in the room with them. Yeah, yeah, no, like that's what we did sometimes during the day. Like when like the teachers were out, like, doing stuff, we would just, like, bring sangria, like, dollar sangria back to our apartment and just drink. That's... And it fun. was awesome. You it were, was so much fun. You were experiencing the culture fully, I think. Yeah, you could say that. Right. Like, I also think that we were kind of being dicks and being American assholes. Why? Oh, I mean, like, at some points in Florence, we were just... Like, I could just, like, tell, like, everyone else was just running around being belligerent assholes. Uh, like, just screaming around Italy. Just being, like, just complete fucks. <laughs> and... So, um, so in Italy story, the, the first story I told was in Spain, in Madrid. This story is in, we were in Rome, and this was our second night there, yeah. or second day there, or no, second or third, and um, 
Everyone was caught going out the night before. And this was my first time going uh, away, so I didn't go out. But everyone snuck out the night before, and they were being so loud and making such a ruckus in the hotel that the, the people in the hotel told our teachers. So everyone got caught. And as a punishment, the teachers, we were, you know, going about our normal daily, you know, like, tour. And we ended up at an old coliseum, like, like, like the path was still on the ground, but it was like a market now. There was, like, a church, a mm. bunch of shops all over the place, and a bunch of restaurants. Yeah. And you know how in Italy, they always, like, people, like, outside, like, saying, hey, come in, read the menu. Oh, yeah. And um, so, like, that's where we were. Like, everyone was out, bustling about. What the teachers made us do... Everyone, even me, because even though even though that um, I didn't sneak out, they made everyone do it as kind of like a group punishment. Right. It was an all boys school, so it was like a kind of like group brotherly thing. Right. So what they made us do is they made us run fifteen laps in the old Coliseum, it, like around the around world. the old Coliseum. I think it was fifteen. Yeah. If it was if it wasn't fifteen, then it was uh, it had to be ten, and it was hot out. Yeah. And it it was just like it was just not. It was just not great. And I, I imagine you guys weren't in like like sporting gear. Oh no, we weren't in sporting gear. Yeah. We were running around. I was wearing flip flops. Um, <laughs> I think I just took them off and just ran. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like everyone on the on the trip smokes also like cigarettes. Uh-huh. So like I was like one of the only people who didn't smoke regularly. Like we would have like when we were driving in the bus, we would stop and everyone would get off to smoke. <laughs> the teachers would obviously smoke, but also the the students would, and it'd just be so funny, because everyone was just, like, heaving, like, this one kid who's, who has asthma and smokes a shit ton, yeah. was, like, running and, like, came, like, in second, like, we were also, there was, like, places, yeah. so that was funny, <laughs> but one of the best moments was that as we were running around, the guys in the restaurants kept saying, hey, come look at our <laughs> menus, and we kept running around them, and they kept, and every time we ran past them, they kept asking, "Hey, come see our, come into our restaurant." They didn't get it, and they, they just didn't get it. <laughs> that we were kept running around them like ten times. Was, so, yeah, that was that was our Italy experience. Damn, is that, that legal? Uh, I don't know. I mean, but it was, in another country. I mean, we were in another country. It was yeah. fine. I haggled uh, like a ten dollar iPhone case down to one euro. Nice. Uh, ten euro iPhone case down to one euro. So that was great with a gypsy. So. That's that. Solid. Um, that was a lot of that was a lot of fun in, in Italy and Spain. Europe's cool. Yeah. Did you good shit? So now we now speaking of like crazy shit in Europe, let's talk about crazy shit in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, crazy clubs. Yeah, crazy yeah. clubs. You want to start us off with the, um, the story of hot mass? Um. So I don't know much about because I never have you been there. No. Uh, no, I just heard the full story of like what it is today. Right. I I've known about this place for like, um, Hot Mass is a club in Lawrenceville, and it opens. It's like a club club where like there aren't many of those in Pittsburgh, but it's like it opens at two a.m. and I think it closes at seven a.m. It closes. It closes at eight. Closes at eight. Eight a.m. Eight a.m. Opens at two a.m. and closes at eight a.m. on Sunday. Only on Sunday. Right. So it's like oh, so, but but it's like Wait. it's that Saturday night. Oh, it's only it's only on the oh, Sunday, so it's not nights. on the it's not on the Saturday morning either. Oh no way! Yeah, okay. so it's like a one night thing. It's a one night thing. That's, okay, it's like it's weird because like I've never been there, and I'm sure like you go in there, and, like you go once, and like okay, not now there's a fifteen dollar cover charge. Like $15. I learned like everything, fifteen dollar oh, cover charge, but it's like yeah. free drinks. Okay, um, 
it's like really sketchy. Like it's behind a bail bonds like shop. Yeah, there's like one. Oh, you have to go ba- through the, the. You have to go through. No, you don't go through the bail bonds. Oh, okay. It's like there's a door next to it, and you have to go through the door, and right. then, you're, then you're like in, in, in a line into the club. Into club. So like there's like a bouncer and everything. Uh, you know the usual, but like they they're pretty they're pretty secure on like everything, and they yeah. there's a like my friends were on the line, and they were saying how. Um, I'm not 21, but my friends had uh, papers that said they were in 21. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so they were they were going in, and people on the line were like saying like, just be open to whatever happens. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. <laughs> just always be, you know, consent is important. And I was just, and they were just like, oh, okay, uh-huh. all right. And I was like very confused, like what, what, the, what were they, what did they get themselves into? Yeah. Um, they get inside. And the place used to be an old bathhouse, okay. like an old like 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 sex Roman bathhouse. Oh, like like not 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 like the style of what Roman bathhouses okay. were back in Rome, where it was just like a massive sex den. Yeah, like there's a, there's a lot of like evidence of that all over Pittsburgh. But the old O's house is like it, it used to be a brothel. I didn't know that. Have okay. you ever been to the old? I've never been to the old. Okay, yeah. so it's like five floors yeah. and like a lot of rooms. But in like like the way that the uh, the rooms are placed made it look you like then the, made people like the main people that live there like realize like hmm this kind of seems like what used to be like the style of a brothel yeah so like there's like some remnants of that you can see that in every city but like I've seen this twice so like the O's house in this place called Hot Mass yeah so like there's the club floor and then there's the bathhouse floor right above it and that's like VIP okay yeah um, but like. My friends told me, like, they walked in, it looked like a normal club, lights flashing, dance floor, bar, everything. Um, it was an open bar. I don't know if I said that. And Open bars, and you just get drink. And you, you pay the cover charge, and, you're, and you just ask for a drink, and you get it. Are you kidding? No. That's dope. Okay. Yeah. But also, you're like, you're like, you drink a little bit before, because this is 2 a.m. Right, right. So you just come anyway, and you just, and like, you won't be too drunk, because you know you'll limit yourself at True. some point. So, like, that's how they also get you is, like, you won't actually spend all $15 on a drink because you'll already be drunk from another place from before. Right, right. So, you're in there, and then all of a sudden, my friends were telling me, like, and then all of a sudden, we looked around, and there was, like, there was glory holes everywhere. There was just a bunch what? of glory. There, yeah, there was glory holes, like, like all on the walls. Like, on the walls, like, like just a bunch of random places. Uh-huh. Then there was, like, weird troughs in these, like, back areas. This place was like a massive sex palace, uh-huh. like a massive sex den where people would just have sex all over the place. Like the bathhouse, uh, right, right above it, was like, there's like no cameras. Like there's no cameras in this entire place. Yeah. And it's like super, like super secretive, like just people just like just being super sexual in like very different areas. And like people, if you're not okay with it, then you just, you, you, don't. Just, you don't have to worry about it. Right. There's like a smoke room where like people just would smoke cigarettes and like... Uh, people would just do stuff in there. And then there was a TV that my friends saw. And on the TV, they were just like, oh my god, are they just streaming porn in here? I was like, that's, that's like weird. And then another guy just came over and just like, oh no, that's upstairs. They were, f- they, there's a video oh, of, of no. them having like sex upstairs. That's why it's VIP, because you have to uh, fill out forms that you're going to be recorded on TV. Was He, he wasn't kidding. No, serious. like no, that that sc- there's like a bunch of screens like all over the place yeah. of in the club floor of people having sex on the floor above them. That's crazy. Yeah, because my friend, yeah, my friend told me also like yeah, like they have TVs and they're just showing porn. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. 
But, but it's not, it, no, no, it's like people just it's having sex. Live porn. It's just live sex. Live sex. So, um, so it's just like. The floor above <laughs> them. So me and my friends were just making jokes and like, you, you had like a nice drink, you're just, you're chilling there with your friends being all fancy and you're just like, oh, nice form, nice form. Nice. Oh, look at that technique. Well brilliant, brilliant. Just like golf clapping. <laughs> yeah. So, so like this Shit. place is, this place is insane. Yeah. Um, I heard it's, it's technically a gay club. It's technically a gay club, but they made it very much more open. So there was a nice, there was a balance between gay, uh, gay, uh, uh, customers and not straight and whatever you define as. So there was just a bunch, it was very. Patrons. Yeah. uh, Gay, non-gay patrons. Yeah. Gay, non-gay patrons. It was just everyone was there. So, um, yeah, it was very open, very free. So like that's, and, and like it was very, like, like my friends were telling me like there was not a single creepy person. Oh, that's what I hear too. Yeah, yeah. like, because they were, very, like, the bouncers, I'm assuming this, the bouncers not only check to see if you're 21, but also check to see if you're, like, a creepy person. Uh-huh. And, like, if you are a creepy person, they just won't let you in. Yeah. And they just, and everyone is just pretty much open to it, and, like, to what goes on. And if you are creepy in there, people will just be like, get the fuck out. Like, these are, most, the average age people were telling me were, like, 25, 26. Cool. So they, they know what's go like, everyone's kind of, like, pretty chill about things. There was one guy hitting on my friend and she said like, like, I was just like, oh, I'm not interested. And he was just like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he, and then he just continued to talk to her like a normal person. And then he was just like, I'll see you later. Like, like just around. And like that, that's very chill, a very nice thing to do. That's pretty cool. And, uh, and like my friend was saying like, uh, yeah, he's new to the whole vibe. Like this isn't a place for you to find, like to hook up with people. Oh, it's not. No, this is a place but for a you trust. to go to hook up with a person that you've already were with. Oh. Yeah. So this oh. so this is not to meet people. So it's not okay. It's not a club to meet people, oh, okay. it's a club to just hang out with people. Oh. Or to bring someone okay. that you're already with and right. you know hook up with them. That's cool. Yeah, my friend was like like my friends were just all in shock and like everything. They were just like they went around like this corner and like like to this area and like just found like two people like making out or like not making out but like having like like hooking up in like this trough like area and Wait, it was just so like not what no, not making out. Like Word. we're going at it. <laughs> yeah. So this is like an intense place, That's cool. and I've never heard anything like it before. I just keep hearing like things about it. Like I keep having a friend that's like, "Oh yeah, I finally went to Hot Mass," and like it was crazy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, like if it's a fifteen dollar cover charge, and I turn twenty one in October, I'm definitely like gonna go check that out. I mean, like I'll go with my friends, and I won't go like every Sunday morning, but like it'll <laughs> be like something like you know, you know, like you check it out, and like because I mean, like. Apparently they have good drinks and they have, you know, nice clubbing and dancing and it's very, as my friend said, European. Yeah. Like that's, it's, that's it's very, it's a very European style of just like very free form. If, every, if you're open to it, you're open to it. You don't, there's no pressure. Right. Um, and the hours are very like, it's like a proper like European club. It's a very, yeah. Yeah. yeah two to eight is very proper of like, like there's nowhere else in Pittsburgh that is open from two exactly. to eight. Except for like a McDonald's. Right. Which is like. Like you're not going to do this in McDonald's. Yeah. It's like, there's, that's what I was thinking, like, oh, if you have nothing to do on a Saturday day, it's like, no, like, after the thing you were doing on a Saturday night, you can go to Hot Mask. Because, like, is there just, there's literally nothing open after two. Like, yeah, I know. That's do. what sucks about Pittsburgh. There's yeah. nothing open. Nothing. There's no food open except for McDonald's. I don't want that. Yeah. Or Ritter's. Or, but, the, yeah, then it's like walk. And but you have to walk to Ritter's and you have to be drunk enough to go to Ritter's because, like, yeah. you can't go to Ritter's. So Ritter's is this, this diner that's 24-7. Um, but it's only open Wednesday through Sunday. Yeah. And everyone goes 
when they're like a, a, like belligerent fucks. Um, this place is like the prime hour is like two to four. Like this place is like prime time drunk place to go. You yes. don't go during the daytime. If you go no. during the daytime, there is like I mean, and you're under like and you're under like twenty eight. There's like some serious like you gotta you gotta you gotta reassess yourself. Well, yeah. Well, some people actually like it. Like like I think uh, Will. Weiner, like... Well, Will Weiner is a different entity He's a special altogether. case. He's a special case. Yeah. Will Weiner, like, has had everything on the menu. Right. And, like, he's had the seafood platter in, like, a diner. Like, a sh- like a shitty... Like, this like this diner is not, like, amazing. Right. And it's also not, like, the crappiest crappiest, but it's, like, not... Eh. Like, you wouldn't want right. to have this when you're sober. Yeah. But he's had, like, everything on the menu. And I just... I don't understand, like, how or why... Yeah, so this place is this is this is like the go to place when you're really drunk. Yeah. I feel like every town has one of those places where it's like, oh like the the drunk diner place to go yeah. when you're drunk late at night. Yeah. But like I, I feel like there's like more options. Like back home, like I'm from New York and um, um in like in the town over from me in Briar like the town over from Briarcliff, uh in I think Chappaqua, there's a place called um uh Rockies, which is like every, whenever I say Rockies and you're from like, the middle of Westchester, you, like, know what it is. Okay. It's a 24-7 deli, like, straight up 24-7, every single day, every single hour, this place is open. Okay. There's not a single day when it's closed. And you can, you go in there at, like, 3 in the morning, and I'm not drunk, but I'll be, like, maybe high. So it's, like, because you have to drive to it. You can't just walk to Oh, true. Okay. So, like, and it's, again, and I can drive high. Even though I don't drive too high, I drive, like, reasonably. Right. And then I get more high when I go back. So we go, and there's, like, a sandwich that I get, and, like, I see my friends that I get, that get like, uh, at, like, 3 in the morning. It's yeah. Insane. Uh, there's this one specific sandwich time. that I get. It's called the Hashtag. Mm-hmm. It is bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, my God. I'm getting hungry. Chicken cutlets. Oh, my God. Hash brown. All on a sandwich. And I get, like, ketchup and salt and oh, nice. Yeah. And it's yeah. so fucking good nice. when you're... And when you're, like if my friend is driving me and he's DD and I'm like and I'm hammered and yeah. I get that sandwich, it's literally God. <laughs> it's, it's got it in my mouth. And like what's great about Rockies is that like I'll I'll get breakfast food there. Like I'll wake up and like like oh I'm about to go to the beach. I'll go pick up some sandwiches uh, from Rockies and yeah. then go and then pick up my friends and we'll go. Like it's 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 not just the place to go at like three in the morning. Like, it's is, good. It's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. And they also have like chips and you know like uh, actual like things there and they have French fries, burgers. Like it's like really cool how awesome this place is. I miss yeah. I'm, I'm from Connecticut. And yeah. So I miss all the delis from like the Northeast. Yeah. yeah. There's one place in our town called Corbo's that we would go. It was like well, okay. There was like a couple like Corbo's, Rinaldi's, and Firehouse Deli. But like Corbo's was like the most popular with me because it was like one year my house and like one year the high school I went to. So like I like go there for lunch like a lot during high school. I like go there for like. Um, like, yeah, like, morning, like, uh, like, the morning, like, breakfast sandwich right before school or shit, yeah. like, just a staple. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like more closer to, like, Philly, like, when you get more on, like, the East, East Coast, there's, like, actual places that are open, like, 24-7. Yeah. And, like, late, like, at 3 in the morning that, like, I can go when I'm, when I'm up late. Like, real delis. Like, real, like, real places. Yeah. I don't want, like, this, like, Pittsburgh is, like, Boring. After nine o'clock, everything closes. Yeah. Like, well, like there's a way that I like determine how it kind of works, and like one of the ways is weird, but like 
the GameStop on Forbes, like, it's a very busy street. The GameStop on Forbes closes at 7. Okay. The GameStop in, a, in like, in Austin, which is, like, the town over from me and has, like, doesn't have a massive population, but it's, like, a very secluded GameStop, is open till 10. Like, where no one, like, not on a busy street or anything. It's, well, I mean, like, there's a busy street that's here, but it's, like, in a, in a, a shopping yeah. center. So, like, it's, it's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, like this is a city. Right. Like, this is a city, and it's open till and it closes at 7, and a place in a suburb of New York City closes at 10. Yeah. It's weird. You know what the problem is? The cost of living here is too low. Really? Yeah. That's the problem, because they're, they're not incentivized to make money. I don't know. I'm just... I'm Do you actually... Is the, is no, the I haven't. cost of living here really that low? Um, it's a lot... Well, I think it's pretty low. It's like one of the... It's... It's one of the lower on the east coast. Yeah. Because, like, upper, uh, like, the northeast is, like, pretty high. Right. Like, that's why a a higher minimum wage would be better for the upper east coast, upper, the northeast, I can't think. (laughs) Uh, The northeast would be better because the cost of living is so high. Right. Like, I know, because, like, New York City is super high. Yeah. It kind of, like, bleeds out into everything. And Connecticut's pretty high, too. Like, the tri-state area. Like, understanding how the tri-state area works and, like, why that phrasing is so important is, like... Perfect is like the best way to understand the socioeconomic workings of the New- of New York City, right? And how like how people flow into the city, how like where people work, uh, what types of jobs, all that yeah. stuff. Cost of living stuff. Cost of living, yes, yeah. and it's it's all very interesting. And like, how far from the city are you? I'm forty minutes away. So, like, are you near Danbury or are you near? Like, I live in New Haven. New York Greenwich is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I live there. Oh, you live in Greenwich? Yeah. Okay. From Greenwich. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's not. Yeah. yeah I know. So that's I know. Southwest Connecticut. Okay. So yeah. So it's like right near where the. So if you look on New York and you see where like Westchester is, it's that little lip that comes in. Uh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. It's right. Yeah. So, I'm like super, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're 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 two minutes from the border. Exactly. Yeah. So like you can actually go to Rockies if you ever wanted to. Yeah. Now that you've mentioned that, it's do you think you might have? I, no, I don't think I've ever gone there, but, but I you think might I, now. I might now go. Okay. Yeah, like that sounds cool. amazing. Yeah, this is awesome. We have our own. Like we have our like we have this place called Glory Days, but like it's pretty shit. And like all our we have great delis that aren't open at night, so I'd be down yeah. to go to an amazing deli. I mean, like I mean, like this is the, the once again the tri-state area. Like there's places that are open like twenty four seven. Yeah, which is like amazing because there's so much so many people that live in this area that they just have to find places to, like, be at, like, 3 in the morning. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, you, you just walk around and, like, you're go bored. from house to house. And, like, and when you're it. bored, you do bad things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, because, like, there's only two options after a party here in Pittsburgh. And right. it's either Ritter's or McDonald's. Right. And both of those options are, like, not great. No. I mean, like, when you do it multiple times, it gets kind of annoying. So, like, my friend... Uh, we were coming out of a party, and we went to McDonald's together. We in there, and then we were leaving. We were taking Uber back. We all went our separate ways. He got out of the car near campus. I got off near my apartment, obviously. He got off near campus, and as he was walking to his apart- his uh, dorm, uh, a group of people from the same party were trying to get to a place on campus, mm-hmm. but it was closed. It usually closed at 2, and they thought they would make it, but they didn't. Yeah. And they were walking to Ritter's, so we hopped on that train. So we went to McDonald's <laughs> and Ritter's in the same night. And he could, and it was like the first time, the like the second or third time he's ever been there. The devil. So it was like really, it was really interesting. Story. Like, I was like upset because I really you. wanted to go to Ritter's. I was like, how did you go to both? <laughs> yeah. How did you manage both? <laughs> how did you manage both in your body? It was like <laughs> gross. 
Uh, I've only been to Ritter's once because for me the, it's not worth it. The, the walk, the walk is too long. I think um, during the winter, I think I think there's like two types of there's there's like different levels that make the Ritter's journey bearable. Yeah. One being very drunk. Well, drunk the, oh. the border drunk, not not too drunk that you're like that you want to pass out on the floor. Right. But like right about drunk when you're like hyper and you want to yeah. do shit. Where like time just like is not it's, a thing anymore. Yeah, time's not a thing anymore, and you're yeah. walking with your friends. Yeah. Like. That's the best. That's one of the good times. Um, when it's like rainy out, when it's like really shitty, you don't want to go. Yeah. But when it's like, when it's like snowing, like really snowing, like this is when we really wanted to go because we we put on all of our gear and we were just sprinting outside. And it was like a blizzard <laughs> outside, and we didn't give a shit because we were drunk and we were, and we were also high at the same time. So we were just we were just running around in the snow. No cars were on the street, so we were just running in the snow. So we were having a hell of a time, and Raiders was obviously still open, so we right. got to Raiders, and it was great. And you were drunk enough where it was like, for you guys, yeah. like, you were outside in the snow having fun, and suddenly you were in Raiders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was that, that's fun. And when it's when it's summertime, mm-hmm. or when it's like now, when it's like 70 degrees, or like, not 70, but like 65 at like 2 in the morning, yeah. it's perfect. Have you been here in the summer? Uh, yeah, I lived here in the summer. I, went, I lived here last summer. I keep hearing good things. I keep hearing like it's great. It's it's nice. Yeah, I went to a bunch of concerts here over the summer, which were cool. Yeah. I worked at Chipotle, and most of most of my time here was spent with um, most of my June was spent with a girlfriend. Uh-huh. Um, most of my July was spent playing. When I, once I got my PS4, I just played Bloodborne the entire time right. and working at Chipotle. Okay, wait, uh, you worked at Chipotle? I worked at Chipotle. Like worked the one in Oakland, the one in Bomb. One in Bomb. Oh, word. How was it? How was Working at Chipotle. Oh, it was great. Okay. I love working at Chipotle. I just wish that my hours could be better, but, like, the only way for me to actually make money and for actually, like, for me to actually, like, contribute in some capacity uh-huh. was for me to, like, do shitty hours that I couldn't do. Okay. Um, which is, which happens, and it's fine. I mean, I loved getting free Chipotle. Yeah. I got paid. Yeah. Um, it was nice to work at Chipotle. Um. It's a pretty nice case. Yeah, they pay really, they pay well. Uh, they treat me well. It was nice. So can you just make, like, a great burrito now? Yeah, I know. I mean, like, I know. I mean, like, I know. I make a good burrito. And how was, did you know before going to Chipotle? No, I kind of like. There was like a, a small process, but like, I always watched how they made it, okay. and like, I always carried it over. You were always preparing. I was always preparing to be a Chipotle. Yeah, and it was nice. That's cool. That's it was cool. a nice little thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Um, what else? Oh my god. Oh, wait, you know. Um, what? We need to talk about this. Your haircut. Um, because we always talk about the haircuts now, because it's about haircuts, and I, for some reason, I'm very interested in hair. So, okay. I mean, I got this haircut, I think, a week or two ago. A week or two. How do you like it? I really like this. I have, like, really short save right. sides, a lot more on the top, like, you know, the general style of today. But, right. like, my hair, the way that my hair has been coming in is that, uh... I had, like, really short on the top, so, like, it's, instead of, like, my hair's usually curly, so instead of it being curly on the top and, like, wavy, it's now, like, more, like, standing up, so I have, like, more of, like, a tiny mohawk on the top. Yeah, yeah. Which is, like, weird for me, but I've kind of enjoyed it a lot. It works well with my glasses. It's a, it's a cool style. It does look good. Thank you. But how do you have it before? Um, I had it more of, like, a lot more on the top, and then, like, really shaved sides. So it was kind of like, I just kept pushing it over. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so, like, yeah. very much, like, you know, like, uh, emo kids of the early 2000s. Yes. Uh, that type of style, but, like, more shaved sides. Like, back then they were, they had more hair on the side, but, like, now it's shaved sides. No, they definitely Um, 
So have yeah. You, have you always had it like that? Or no. Um, my I was either buzz cuts or like short, like long on the top, short on the sides, but like with some girth to them. Okay, okay. With both, um, both ways. Yeah. Yeah. And now I kind of like been getting more like styles to them because I like short hair, but I want. I want, like, a lot on the top, but, like, really, really short on the sides. And it just, I feel like there's, like, a niceness to the style. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Are, have you been thinking about trying any other new styles, or? Um, I mean, this is kind of new. Yeah. Uh, the one where I had a lot more on the top and then, like, really short sides was uh, kind of new, but it was, like, getting really annoying over time. Yeah. And, like, it's, like... You know, like, I don't, sometimes I take a shower in the morning, sometimes I take a shower at night, and when I wake up, my hair is, like, usually a mess, so then I have to shower again, and, like, sometimes I can't do that if I take a shower at night, so it's like, my hair's a mess, what am I going to do? So I would just wear a hat, and, like, then it's, like, annoying, because I, like, I want people to see my hair, because it's going to go away soon. Right, yeah. Yeah, like, my hair is, right now, is going to be, I'm going to be bald in, like, five years. Five, maybe? How do you know? Seven. Cause my dad was bald, and, like, you could just tell. Yeah. Like, you could just, like, it's slowly going away. I mean, I mean like, it looks good I mean, like, I, I mean, like, right now it's fine. Right. Like, right now it's fine. I know people who are balding now, and, like, they have, like, the splotches up top. Yeah. And, like, like in the back. Like, I don't have that. Oh, uh, yeah. That it, was... It's more of, like, just fading slowly. It's, like, my, my hairline is just pushing further and further back. Right, right. Like, uh, like LeBron James. Like LeBron. Like right. LeBron. Yeah. I have a friend who, he's, like, not, he's, like, this, like, he's also, like, like, I think most of us at this age are, like, oh, shit, well, we're going to start, like, we're starting to bald. Yeah. Hey, let's start to recede. But I have a friend who's, like, you know what, fuck this, I'm not going to, like, fight it, I'm just going to shave my head. So he used to have, like, really, really long hair always, but he just, like, a year ago decided to just, like, buzz cut and just shave Do his I head. Know this keep, he's, no, he goes, he's from back home. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he just like... Did you get a haircut recently? Because I mean, like, you always have that quaff. Yeah, the quaff... Uh, this is something I've had for, for a while, but... Your hair just doesn't grow that much. Yeah, it just... I just well, the thing is, I just, like, keep getting the same haircut, which is, like, keep, like, shaving it on the sides, and then, like, letting the... Like, I'll trim the top, but every time I let it, it's a little bit longer. So okay. So it keeps getting longer and longer. Okay. And eventually we'll see how, how long I can get it. But right now I can put it in my mouth, which is... Weird. Which is weird, but it's a good it's a good length. Alright, cool. cool. I'm happy with it. Yeah, like um I know a lot of people with quaffs and uh they like them. Yeah. Uh, I never I, I think I was able to get it like one like stay for once. What do you mean? Like I had a hairstyle and like every time I would wake up I would always have it in the same position and then I would go to sleep and then I would shower and then I would dry my hair and it would always come in the same position. The same place. And yeah. then it just disappeared once. Uh, Probably just got too long, or uh, I got a haircut, and, and it just disappeared. And never came back. And never came back. Mm. The disappearing quaff. Um, <laughs> one of life's greatest mysteries. Oh, man. Damn. Uh, the Pennsylvania primary is on Tuesday. Yes. And Bernie Sanders is going to be in Pittsburgh tomorrow. Oh, no way. Yeah. In in Oakland. Again. Again, right? yeah. Yeah, okay. At 11.30. Yeah. Like, near the field, I think. One last but Does he still... I haven't been following politics. Does he still have a chance... Uh, yeah, according to some people. Okay. The most promising, like, a lot of people I know will probably say no. Yeah. Like, not a lot, but, like, some people I say will probably say no. But the way that, um, people are describing it is that, like, oh, the only way that Hillary would win the primary, the, the... The general. The, not the general, um, the, the candidacy would be, um, 
would be if she won 67% of the vote. Like, to, for it to not be contested okay. at the convention, she would need to win 67% of the vote from now till the end, which is most likely not going to happen. That's that's a lot of people. And Bernie would need to win, I think, 48 or 50%? To, for, for it to not be contested? For it to be contested. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Of, of the vote, right, of, like, of the, the coming vote. So he would just have to win half. Okay. Or just a little bit more than half. Right. And, like, that, that's been easy for him to do. Like, he's been able to do that. Okay. Um, so he has some easy states coming up, and then he has California, which is, like, a big bulk. Like, if that's he ties cool. every single state from now with Hillary, yeah. and he wins California, yeah. like, by a lot, like, he'll be... T- he'll, not only will he tie, but he'll, like, push... Like, he'll be ahead in pledged delegates. Oh, damn. So that's just, uh, that's just Bernie... Um, Hillary is doing, um, is still in the lead. She has a lot of more, um, super delegates. Okay. Um, so that, de- but that also depends on how the convention goes, uh, goes forward. Um, there's that. Um, Trump is in the lead right now, and a lot of people are still pushing for that, unfortunately. Yes, for sure. Uh, Cruz is still in second, and I liked how Kasich came in second in New York. Okay. Because Kasich, although he has... Some not so great, um, uh, like uh, abortion policies. Yeah. Um, well, like abortion policies that he had in Ohio. Uh, his other moderate, his other policies are pretty moderate. That are pretty, you know, like he'll want to expand Medicaid, which is great. <coughs> like a lot of general things, which are cool. So, like that's why I like I like Casey like, as as a Republican. I won't vote for him. I'll vote for Bernie. Right. Like, if, he, if, he's he's much more of a moderate human being. Than like say Trump or Cruz, oh, where, sure. where Cruz literally wants to like kill people, and Trump is just like, nah, we'll just push them away. Yeah, yeah. So That's crazy. I would the I was to uh, NPR. Well, not the NPR. There's like this like TED Radio Hour podcast, mm-hmm. and they did one on uh, tolerance, and it was like this is very timely because of like the current political climate. Like, yeah. Coming for that booty. Booty, booty. Uh, keep that in. That, that That's uh, important. That hootie tooty fruity booty thing. That was a uh, pretty cool. Um, um actually, I'm, I'm sick, and I've just been coughing, like, a lot, and I've been, like, coughing fits for the last two days, and I didn't even think about, like, it's a miracle I didn't cough until now, I just realized, but I guess the podcast gods are shining upon us today. Uh, podcast gods, there are many. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, what was I saying? Um. Yeah, um, I just think that the candidates are, like, other than Ted Cruz being actually intolerant of people, mm-hmm. I think that Trump is just feeding off of, like, what he knows would be the best way to get him a candidacy. Yeah. And um, and I think that the supporters are kind of, like, pushing it to an extreme. And that same, same thing goes for Bernie. I think that Bernie is not necessarily, like, knows that, like, there's a lot of extreme Bernie fans. Like, not they're not Bernie bros, because they're like they're like just normal Bernie fans. Like there are people in my friend group mm-hmm. who I'm not fr- who I just became friends with because they just ex- like asked me to, like asked me to be their friend. Um, <laughs> Wait, they were like, hey, uh, no, like because I'm in like a Bernie like uh, like a Bernie oh. like uh, like uh, following group, oh. and uh, they'll like and I'll like post something or I'll like comment on something, and then they'll they'll add me, and then they'll like post like very extreme. Bernie things. Like, I mean, I get it, guys. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
I don't. I think you guys are like pushing it a little bit, like the envelope a little bit too far. Okay. Um, and they're not just like they're not a Bernie bro. There's they're not like white, like white male kids. They're like of all creeds and all. And I think it's just a they're just angry, just like how Trump supporters are angry, but they're angry in a specific way. Right. Like, um, they're like like both sides are both angry at the establishment. <coughs> One side is much more directed at like specific groups of people and the other side is directed at Wall Street. Sounds good. Yes. Oh, I was going to say, to direct ourselves away from politics. Um, What is, um, what's your favorite podcast list? Um, I think there's this one right now. I've tried this before, but um, there's one called Adventure Zone. Okay. Which is, you know the McElroy, but McElroy brothers, right? Like uh, like Griffin, Justin. They did. They're doing. They did Monster Factory. Okay. Yeah. 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 Griffin McElroy, Justin McElroy. They have a third brother, Travis McElroy, and they do a podcast called My Brother, My Brother and Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Okay. Really good. So it's a weekly podcast on Monday, and they like basically, it's an advice podcast. Um. I'm guessing it's a joke advice. Podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Is you give very serious advice, um, where like so people like ask them questions, they like email them questions, and then they'll like give like quote unquote advice, where basically it's like yeah they yeah they make comedy out of questions, and also like Yahoo answers questions. <laughs> um, so and they as a not as a joke or like because someone like suggested it or something, I don't sure. Basically, they got together with their dad, who was like a. He, like, worked in radio for a while. and was an actor and stuff. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and they got together, and they started doing a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah, so where Griffin's the, the DM, the Dungeon Master, and um, the three, like, the dad and Justin and Travis are, like, these characters, and they'll just do Dungeons & Dragons over, like, over the air, like, just audio. That's awesome. Yeah, and they'll, and it's, I mean, I fucking love it. I listen to, my, I listen to, my bin man first, which is my brother, my brother and me, mm-hmm. and then that got me into the adventure zone, and I fucking love that shit. Every they do like a, every two weeks. I don't know why I love. I I think Macro Brothers are super super funny, and then I also like just enjoy like the fantasy like story mm-hmm. like cool shit. So. Yeah. About you? Um, I like a lot of um video related podcasts with like um oh so like uh Rooster Teeth. Okay. Um, so, oh, like, the Rooster cool. Teeth podcast, the Funhouse podcast, and the uh, Achievement Hunter podcast, all three of those. Age has a podcast? Yeah, off the topic of what's called. Oh, an idea. Okay. Um, and it's uh, I, it's brand new. It came out in the fall. Um, I've always wanted it, and they finally got it, and I'm so happy. Because, <laughs> like, I've never... I Like, one of the guys on the show, Jeff, he's, like, rarely... He's rarely on the normal podcast, and he was always on the drunk tank when it was the drunk tank. Yeah. And now he's not because he has to worry about the cheating hunter stuff. So I'm happy to finally see him back. Uh, cool. Okay. Yeah, because I like just like love it when they talk about shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're really cool. I I watch drunk tank sometimes. Really cool. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to a couple people about this, but I don't think it was kind of like brought up. But like, I feel that people on the internet were kind of like. 
when a celebrity and like when a celebrity passes away, we're we're very much attracted to who they are and what they what they brought to the world and stuff. When a celebrity that on the internet passes away, I feel there's a much more emotional connection to that person because we know about their daily life. We follow them on Twitter, we follow them on Snapchat, we follow them on Instagram, we follow them whenever they post a video so we know about their daily life mm-hmm. to the point where it's sad for them to be missing in our lives because they're always going to be in there. So like this happened in Giant Bomb a couple of years ago where mm-hmm. one of the lead, um, the lead guys uh, passed away. Um, one of the lead animators from Rooster Teeth passed away last February, not not February of 2016, but February of 2015. And, like, it's very impactful because, like, there's just, you feel like they're part, like, you're, you're friends with them. Right. It's very easy to be friends with people that are on the internet because you feel very, there's, like, a thin veil between them. Where, like, celebrities in the real world, there's a lot larger gap. They're much more high and mighty. They're much more on like pedestals. Right. Where like where celebrities on the internet and on YouTube are brought down to our level because they're just like us. Right. I mean, like they are like we we right now. Maybe someday, me, you, Chris, we could all be. We'll be. We'll be like them. We'll be like. But yeah, they're they're like the new. What's weird is that now I'm trying to think like I guess the like the internet celebrities yeah. are like I guess they're really like. Like for lack of a better term, like our generation's type of celebrities, right? Because yeah. like, like for like Prince, Prince just passed away, yeah. and I'm I wonder if like when he was just becoming famous, like their that generation thought the same thing. Was like, oh, like he's so much better, like easier to relate to, yeah, or whatever, like than like I don't know these other celebrities that were. But like, um, I like I feel like we're getting more closer and closer to the fact that like actually being with like meeting the celebrities. Like actually having conversations, like having cl- being like 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 if I lived in the eighties, mm-hmm. having a conversation with Prince would have been very very hard. Right. Like actually going out of my way to speak to him would have been very very difficult. And if I finally got that, it would have been like amazing. Meeting and talking to a celebrity on the internet is actually much more common because you just really? comment, you comment on their uh, on their videos, you tweet at them, um, you if they go to a convention, you can meet them. And, and these are very common things for them to do, and it's very easy to actually get to know them. Like, um, if um, like at Pax East right now, Pax East is go- was going on over the weekend. Um, Funhouse was there, and like they get like I think eight hundred thousand is like an average of like their views, well, yeah, uh, which is a lot. Um, but it's not as big as Achievement Hunter, but they're still in there of like a lot of people. Um, they have a fan meetup. Which is awesome. They get to the fans get to meet them, which is really cool. Yeah, and like that's a very common thing, like especially for Achievement Hunter um, and for Rooster Teeth. And I feel like that's a very much more interpersonal relationship. But is that like why is that? Is that because like they're just not as big, or is it because like just think, the media? Well, like I mean, like PewDiePie connects right. to his fans. He does. He does connect to his fans, and okay. I mean, like he meets a lot of people because he's he's the number one YouTuber right now. Right. But he does meet like Markiplier as well. They meet a lot of their fans because they just can't. Because they used to be them. They, right. It, it, the border between becoming famous on the internet and becoming famous on like TVs and movies, there's a much smaller gap. Like, there's a much smaller jump. Is there? Well... Like, becoming famous on the internet, you just have to, like, you just have to, like, people just have to find you funny. Yeah, right. Like, anybody can find you funny. Right. Yeah, or, that, or, or appreciate what you're putting out there. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. 
but it's much easier to be appreciated because there's a lot more people being getting access to your information. Right, and if there's no, there's way less of like a middleman. It's more yeah. just like you put yourself out there. Yeah, it's way like for direct. example, um, like Robert Downey Jr. People are more attached to because it's easier to connect to their material because there's much more of it. Yeah, there's much more of it, and it's and like much more people have access to the stuff. Like are much more enjoyed by. Robert Downey Jr. stuff. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, um, like, like, Markiplier has, like, millions of views. Like, Who on is Markiplier, he's just a YouTube guy okay. who plays video games sometimes. Okay. He has, like, millions of views. Pokemon. And, like, he'll meet people all the time. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch has Sherlock, has a bunch of movies. Like, there's a huge following around this person. Right. Because he's not only close to age with them, but also he connects with them on television and like multiple like multiple uh, mediums okay. that it's easier for people to connect with them. Not as he's not as close to fans as say Markiplier. Like if Benedict Cumberbatch passed away, God forbid, mm -hmm. um, people would be sad. But I, th but like it wouldn't be as like a family member passing away. It would be like a co like it would be like a friend passing away. That's what I feel. I definitely, I definitely agree with you that it's this type of celebrity they have is different because like yeah, like, like when you, Robin Williams passed away, I was like, oh my, like uh, an uncle that I rarely see, like a, a uncle that I rarely, rarely see passed away. Right. Something like that. Like, I was very sad for... And I'm very sad for him to be gone, and I'm, I'm going to be missing all the things that he brought into it. But it's not like... But it's like, there's like a... There's still a gap. You're not, but, like, intimate. Yeah. When when Monty passed away back in February, I was much more her. But, like, did you ever meet Monty? Like, no, I never did. Yeah. But I was so close to. Okay. Like, like I feel like... Could, uh, like they, I learned all about his, his, his yeah. wife. I learned about his aspirations, his goals... Uh, where he came from, like every single aspect of his life. Yeah. Like I, there was so much more that I knew about him that, like, that only certain people, like people who watched, would know. But like in the real world, like you would have to become friends with that person. I think know? there are like super fans of like Robin Williams that like know all this stuff of him. Yeah. Too, right. Like. Yeah, but like, that, that, that's the thing from. is that like I'm not a super fan yeah. of Rooster Teeth. There are super fans, but I'm not a super fan. But I would still know, like, super fans are obviously going to be very hurt by yeah. anyone passing. Because they're, they, they appreciate their existence as much as, like, I mean, I appreciate their existence. But, like, like it's going to be very hurtful for them. But when, uh, like, for me, I'm not a super fan. But then someone like this passing away is still very still. hurtful for me because I just know so much about them. I totally get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had the same thing yeah, with some people. Like, with, like, the McElroy's, for example, like. I I know way too like I don't know I like consume way too much of their media yeah. so it's like yeah like I feel like like oh yeah I could like when they go do a live show like I could like go and fucking meet them like that's yeah. fucking crazy yeah exactly yeah I see what you're saying yeah there's a lot of borders to go so that was my whole rant on like celebrity on like internet celebrities and like fame because there's a lot, there's been a lot of stuff going on right now yeah on the internet. um what is it uh Toby Turner who did the channel Tobuscus was a uh, uh, accused of rape. Recently. Oh, so like that's all that like that put a lot of the people on the internet into an uproar. Yeah. Um people are on both sides and I think the argument is I don't like I'm gonna go with the same thing as Philip DeFranco. If 
People who are listening may know. I don't know if you know. Who know. He is. He's mm-hmm. another internet celebrity. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with his approaches is that Toby is an asshole in real life. Mm-hmm. He's very creepy. He's very weird. He's He could be very misogynistic at times and very awful at times. Did he rape the people that accused him? I don't know. Um, because there are multiple stories coming out. And that, that doesn't mean that people who are actually experiencing uh, sexual abuse should... Like, I'm not saying that they shouldn't right. like, tell people. Like, obviously, like this is, it's very important to tell people. And it's very, I know it's very hard, but it's something important. Um, but uh, I don't know. Can't say for sure. I can't say for sure, especially in, in this case. Right. Because, um, because of the celebrity status that he yeah. has. Um, why did it take now? Um, and people, and, and, and both genders kind of going, uh, attacking him and then protect, and like counter attacking him. Like, it was helping him. Right. Like saying, like, oh, that didn't happen. Um, there's, so, there's a lot of drama happening. There's a, like there's a lot of drama happening everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, there was a Trump fence thing at school. There was the sexual um, assault petition on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the two kids passing away, committing suicide um, on campus. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, there was... Uh, what was I, can't, I can't think of any... I'm, I forget this stuff really quick, though. So, like, I'm pretty bad. Yeah, there's, there's just a lot of very, very depressing, very dramatic year. I didn't know what the sexual assault petition was. Uh, there was a petition um, to have much more harsher uh, penalties for uh, for perpetrators of sexual assault on yeah. campus. To the point of, like, expulsion. Yeah. And people are arguing, like, um, like, I'm in between right now. Because, like, a big argument from uh, a lot of the groups on camp, like from the people that made it, is like, oh, it's it's important that this is there because the, the school hasn't been doing anything. And the other argument is that if you have such harsh penalties for sexual assault, a lot of people won't report it because they're afraid that the person that committed uh, it will get like expelled. Yeah. And then like, then like, I don't want to be blamed for that. You don't want to feel guilty for getting someone kicked out of the school. Right. Like even though like. If, even if, if the person did it, yeah. and you know for a fact that they did it, and, like, it's very obvious, you don't want to be blamed for that, like... You don't want... Yeah. Like, for some people. Some people will, like, definitely, like, yes, right. this person deserves it, but, like, other people would be... Af- like, those who are... Would, those who would be afraid wouldn't tell uh, then uh, other people about it. That's... Which is yeah, frightening. That's very frightening. But it's also, it's frightening, like... like but, like, also there are people in this school... Like, there are people that are still at the school... Where, like, they can't deal with... They can't, like, walk down the sidewalk without seeing someone that's sexually assaulted. That's the crazy... It's, like... And it's, it's both of those issues that, like, you don't want to deal with a world where they don't talk about it, but you don't want to deal with a world where, like, everyone knows about it. Or, like, like it's dealt with, but it's not done harshly. But, like, if someone... But that's the thing with any crime... Right? Especially something so personal like that, where it's like, like, even something way, way, way less personal that isn't, like, as traumatic. Like, if, if something, if someone, like, steals my phone or something, I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't want them. Uh, I guess. It's because it depends. Yeah. If the person goes to my school. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, like, with sexual assault, um, I, I forget the exact percentage, but uh, it's, it's not as low as the people would think. I think it's, I think it's above 60. I'm not sure. Yeah. Do not quote me on this. Um, that the person that commits the sexual assault on the other person is more likely to be someone that they know. Right. Which is much more hurtful. 
and much more impactful. Got you. So, like, if someone was stealing my phone, and I don't know that person, I'm very, I'm more likely to say, like, that person stole my phone, get them the fuck out. Right. I don't know. Really, like, like, why the fuck would you do right, that? Right, but if it was your friend that stole your phone. It was, yeah. You'd be like, ah, oh, like, I'm not, like, you know, I don't want like, to get like, you in I trouble. Like, I don't want to get, I don't want to get you in yeah. trouble. Like, and that's where, and that's where the issues arise. Yeah, that, I mean, like, obviously, stealing your phone is very different from sexual assault. Right. But, like, as with the T example, it's, it, there, there could be some crossovers. Have you, sure. Do you saw the T example? Yeah, actually, my professor showed it in class. It's great. I love that T example. Yeah, it's great. He showed it in class right before Carnival. Or, no, no, no. He brought a police officer who showed it in class. Right oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, very cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Same professor. This, uh, he was, like, he took a... He, he teaches this rock and roll class, and in the middle, so he took a lecture um, where like we're, we're winding down to the end of the year, and so he's saying like one of the big points of it is that like like it's well you're it's kind of like what you were saying with like the YouTube celebrities and yeah. like, with like the internet celebrities and um, like how it's like just like it's a different feel mm-hmm. where it's like our generation he was like he's like a lot of people say like you know you're like millennials like you think you're special. Um, I don't think though. Everyone keeps saying that we think that we're special, but I think only a select few people think that we're special. I, the thing is though, he was like, "You guys are like this generation is special," and it's not. I'm not sure. He was saying like, not only is every generation you know like more empowered than the last, but yeah. you guys are even more uniquely empowered because of like technology and shit. It's yeah, I, th- I think that people say that uh, like, like the more intelligent people in. Millennial and like the millennial group um, are saying like, oh, we're not, we're not special. We're, we don't think that we're special. We just think that we're more informed. Yeah, I think, I think, I think being informed doesn't make you special. I just think being informed is just important. And like our decisions, our, 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 our opinions and our decisions are not more important because we're, we think that we're special. They're more important because we think that we know more. Or that we do know more, yeah, I, and that and that is an opinion, right? right. So like that that is is like that can be argued by multiple people, but like I think that like like people will say, oh, that makes you think that we're special. It's like, well, I mean, like we're not special than the previous generation. It's just like I think that we just think that we're more informed. Yeah, and I think we are more. informed. I think we are more informed. We have the internet. We have exposed. we have communication between a lot more people. We right. have a lot more people listening to podcasts, and right. like and like that's a great way to be connected. And, and when it comes back, going back to internet celebrities, like when an internet celebrity discusses an issue about say sexual assault or LGBTQ LGBT plus rights or um, um, racism or anything of the sort, it's going to a wider audience and people are able to discuss it. Yeah. On a larger form. It's crazy because there's still the thing of like, and where you can build around yourself an echo chamber where like. You can only listen to perspectives or opinions of people that you yeah. that like you agree with anyway. Yeah, but that has existed forever. Right, exactly. Where I think it's like right, like before it was even more like that. Yeah, it was. It was like like if there was a pocket of people living in one area, they and like didn't know about another group of people, they would literally only think that their opinions were more important. Right, like that is literally like more like people died over that. Right, like people <laughs> died over that. Yeah. Nowadays, people just argue on the internet because of that. Right. And I think arguing on the internet is much better than people dying. And I think, like, I mean, like, I think, me and my friends were having this argument about how there is so much fucked up with, not our generation specifically, but, like, 
like how communication between older people is done and and us and like how government works and like to to a point where there is going to be a revolution. Like my friend, my my friends, I, I was on optimistic and I was saying I don't think there will be a revolution. I think people will just be like, like I think this is wrong. It's to stop. But then like they were like no. There's going to be a revolution, whether it be with guns or whatever. But people are going to be fighting. Shit. And like, I was like, whoa, whoa. Like, like, I was just like, this is crazy. Is it a revolution between what? Between like our generation. I and think it was just. Other? Well, I mean, like, all all wars are about wars of ideologies. But we have, like, I was talking to them, like, what do you think this war would be about? Because it's not going to be the the core of the war wouldn't be about resources. Right. Like, a lot of wars are about ideologies and resources. Right. Um. And I don't think this would be a war of resources. This would probably be a war of ideologies. Well, it's good to know. It's <laughs> good to know now. Yeah. Hey so guys. update my charger's broken. Yep. Anyway, uh, Fran's charger is broken. Yeah. And uh, he needs to get it fixed. Whoa. To finish what my major point, um, there was an article I was reading about how liberalism is the way liberalism is going on right now is not very good. The way that the way that communication and liberalism is going on is not very great. Where um, it's basically like a very smug approach, okay. where it's like, okay, your opinions are wrong, so I'm not going to deal with you. Yeah. Or as much as like it's like, all right, if you don't agree with these opinions, don't just call them off as an as an idiot. Just kind of like discuss with them the points and, and understand the perspective as to why they think they're reasoning. Um, like, why they think that, like, why they think, like, why they're being racist in this case, or why they're being homophobic. Right. Like, understand the backdrop of it, and it might, and it's, and it's easier to, like, to make better peace and understanding instead of just pushing it off as being smug and being, like, an asshole. I totally agree with that. Like, like yeah. empathize with, like, yeah. no matter how yeah. much, like, you might be like, wow, you're, like, an idiot or, like, a bigot yeah. or whatever, like, try to... There was a really, really intelligent... Vox article. I know Vox is a very liberal website, but it was a very... It, it's like, um, my friend described it as, the article as, like, Adam Smith, like, critiquing economics or capitalism. Mm -hmm. Which is very... Because Adam Smith created capitalism. Or, like, wrote the most prominent uh, thing in capitalism. Okay, was this he, like, the invisible hand thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Right, you know but it's like, it's like, um, it's like Karl Marx critiquing Marxism. Okay, okay. Um, so it's like that. So it's very, but it's a very interesting approach. So cool. definitely check that out. Just type in liberalism Fox and it should be the first one. Um, it's very cool article. Um, oh, cool. Definitely, okay. you know, tweet at us. Yeah. About that or about anything else. Yeah. Do we have a Twitter? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Chris well, probably did. Chris, look it up. Bad haircut. Chris, um, if, if we don't have a Twitter, Chris, uh, make sure to edit that in. Yeah. Um, if if you if we don't, just remove this entirely. Yeah. Um, we just add, add an air horn, Chris. Can you just add an air horn uh, into that? Uh, that'd be great. Right. Thanks. Right here. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. That's the perfect air horn. Chris, you did it. Congratulations. I'm giving you a round of applause. All right. So. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, this is going on for very long. Yeah, a little bit too long. I was originally we were like, oh, it's just two of us. I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Not. The I mean, like hour. a lot of this is gonna get edited out, so it's gonna a be like an hour and like something. Yeah. So, but like we just had, I don't know. I really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, it was very good. And I was like, fuck, I want. Like, we should stop it, but like this is good. Yeah, we get to talk about a little bit more in our 
video game. Yeah, which we're gonna do to right about now. Yeah, let's go set that up. Yeah, um, thanks for listening, guys. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in this week. Thank you um, to Stephen again for the use of our theme song, our intro and outro. Um, it's dope. Woo! Thank you, Anthony, for coming and talking with me and also letting us use your room. Again. again. My apartment is... Yeah, it is very good. It's got the good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, see you guys next week. Uh, bye. 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 bye.